0: Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast, presented by Canon Press. Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks for joining me today. The topic today is covenantal women. What does it mean to be women of the covenant? And how are we connected to the covenant? Well, we were brought into the covenant by the blood of Christ when we were born again and then we live in the light of that covenant all our days renewing that covenant every lord's day as we gather to worship him and partake of the lord's supper together that's the short answer <laughs> but being covenantal means it's not just about me and Jesus but we're in a community we're part of his people starting with our families or our roommates and working outward we have Christian duties toward our people. We're part of the covenant people of God. Psalm twenty-five ten says, all the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth to such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. So the covenant has attendant blessings and curses. If we keep the covenant, our paths are mercy and truth. That doesn't mean there's no hardship or suffering, but there's mercy And truth enough for all of us and more. But how do we keep covenant? Well, of course, it's by faith from first to last. We walk by faith in the Spirit. We love and fear God. We honor His name. We've received grace. We walk by grace. We walk by faith. We obey His commands by faith. We read His covenant documents, both the Old and New Testaments, which strengthen us and feed us by faith and we fellowship with his saints by faith. When we wrong our brothers or sisters in Christ, we are profaning the covenant, breaking the covenant. And that's why we confess our sins and put things right. We seek forgiveness. We make restitution. We cannot leave wrongs to right themselves because no matter how long you give them, they won't. Malachi 2.10 says, Have we not all one Father? Has not one God created us? Why do we deal treacherously with one another by profaning the covenant of the fathers? To profane means to hold in contempt, to have no regard for. So we keep covenant and we do not profane it. We treasure the covenant. We bless God for it. We treat one another as family because we're in fellowship with Christ and so we're in fellowship with one another. If we don't get this, We can see ourselves as simply individuals doing our own thing. Church is optional. It's just me and my Bible. It's isolation. And that is not what covenant faithfulness looks like. This is why when one part of the body hurts, the whole body hurts, because we're all connected. It's not just because we are in proximity to one another, but because we are people of the covenant. We are in covenant together with God and walking by faith in him. Within the covenant of grace, that overarching covenant of grace, there are all the other covenants, smaller covenants, that we make as his people in the context of that larger covenant. We live in a covenantal world. For example, our wedding vows seal a marriage covenant. The Lord is a witness to the vows we make. So if a husband or wife commits adultery, he or she is breaking covenant, not only with their spouse, but with the Lord. Malachi says in chapter 2, verse 14, Because the Lord has been witness between you and the wife of your youth, with whom you have dealt treacherously, yet she is your companion and your wife by covenant. And in Proverbs two sixteen through 18 To deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress, who flatters with her words, who forsakes the companion of her youth, and forgets the covenant of her God. All right, so being covenant women requires, we understand these things. As daughters, we honor our parents by faith. This is what God requires. As mothers, we bring up our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord by faith. As wives, we honor and obey our husbands by faith. We remember our vows and we remember the Lord. We want his blessing, his covenantal blessing. To rest on our households for generations to come. Loving God's covenant works its way out into the way that we live. Our covenant marriages prosper through remembering that better or worse, richer or poorer, sickness or health that was in our vows, just as we promised. Our children rise up and call us blessed because we bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, not just as their mothers, but as their sisters in Christ. That is why. An unequal yoke in marriage is so miserable and so out of place. There's no fellowship. A physical tie is not enough. Unbelieving children are such a grief because of the covenant. They're not your people in the covenantal sense. And so the family tie falls short of what there is when we are in the covenant together. Hebrews 18, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. When we women understand the covenant, we understand who we are and what we're for. No matter what is happening around us in this world where people, women particularly, do not know who they are, they do not know what they're for. It's the covenant that teaches us and gives our lives meaning and purpose. It's our relationship with God through faith in Christ. that gives our lives purpose and meaning and joy. The covenant makes our community strong and joyful, whether it's our little family around the table, that community, or even just husband-wife community, or roommate community, or larger church community. We have our songs of the covenant. We celebrate the covenant church calendar. We set apart the Lord's Day to rejoice with the Lord's covenant people. In other words, the covenant shapes our entire world and life view. My husband jokes that someone once (laughs) told him that we reformed people have covenant peanut butter and covenant jelly. (laughs) Indeed, we do. Amen. Women have the privilege of making homes to bring up covenant children in. So it's vital that we understand what it is we're doing. And the significance of what we're doing. And we're doing this under a torrential downpour of covenant blessings and promises. So I exhort you (laughs) love God's covenant, keep his covenant by faith, and hear this wonderful benediction from Hebrews chapter 13, 20 through 21. Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today. Have a blessed week. Before I go, I want to tell you about a beautiful new documentary from my daughter, Rebecca Merkel. It's called Eve in Exile, and it comes out on May 6th. Eve in Exile is a movie about the failure of feminism and the future of femininity. And it's available exclusively on Canon+. For more information, head to eveinexile.com.